Hey everyone, it's been a while since we've done a new episode of the Build My Online Store podcast. So I'm here, this is Travis, I'm here today to tell you a little bit about some updates of what I've been up to. And since we haven't talked in a while, I think the last time I updated you guys, I was working on Performance Nut Butter. Well, Performance Nut Butter is almost here. If you're listening to this when it releases, uh, Performance Nut Butter will be here in just two days. I'm super excited. Lots of hard work is gonna be culminating into 30 days of Kickstarter glory, or at least hopeful glory. So let me explain what's going on. So I'm launching the Performance Nut Butter Kickstarter on May 9th. So if you're listening to this, you can go to performancenutbutter.com. And if it's before May 9th, it'll take you to an email page. Just you you can put your email in there and I'll just send you the link when it goes live on May 9th. If it is May 9th, you can still go to performancenutbutter.com and it'll just, I'll forward you to the Kickstarter page. And I just wanna say, if you've been listening to this journey, you've been listening to this podcast for a while, check out the performancenutbutter.com, check out the Kickstarter. And even if you can only uh, donate $1 or contribute $1 to it, that's all, that, that would be immensely helpful because the way Kickstarter works is the first few days are extremely important and they go by the number of contributions, the number of contributors you have. But I'm doing an early bird special. So for the first few days, it's gonna be $20 for the entire box of 10, which is a huge discount. I think when I finally do release it, I'm gonna do it for $29. So $20 and that includes free shipping. So check it out at performancenutbutter.com. But in today's podcast, what I wanted to do was talk about the entire journey of starting this company and how I did it. And this is gonna be you know, how I started the Kickstarter, how I looked about manufacturing, every single step I'm gonna try to condense into this relatively short podcast. So let me start from the beginning. So the whole reason I started this company was to, or at least a big part of why I started this company was to do a 30 day challenge. And what this was, was 30 working days. So that might mean I only work one day a week and it would take me 30 weeks uh, or I work 30 days straight. I did kind of a mix of both. In the beginning, it was only one day a week I was working on it. I was working on it, I think it was on Thursdays. And then now, since the launch is just about to happen, I'm working on it, you know, six, seven, eight days a week. Uh, It's been a little bit more intense. So my goal, and I, I set about very specifically that 30 day thing, One, so I could share the story. I think it makes for a more interesting story if I said, hey, I tried to launch in 30 days and this was the results. I also, I like a deadline. So I purposely did a deadline. But, you know, these are some of the boring details. Let me get into my launch strategy. So the structure for this episode will be, I'm gonna talk about my launch strategy, all the marketing, all the ooey-gooeyness. Then we're gonna be talking about why Kickstarter and how I set up the Kickstarter. Then we're also gonna talk about just some random details such as the manufacturing, such as things that I didn't even think about before, like making a label and how in how either hard that was or how easy that was. Uh, spoiler alert, making the video ended up being a lot easier than I thought it was gonna be, but I, that's mostly because I ended up paying somebody to do it. And then last, and I'm gonna save this for last because it's probably the most painful, is the mistakes I made. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I'll probably go on some random tangents talking about different things, but let's talk about performance, nut butter, and the whole strategy. 
So before we dive into the marketing strategy, I think it's helpful for me to explain what the product is. So Performance Nut Butter is a macadamia coconut cashew blended nut butter, and there's just a little bit of Himalayan sea salt, but that's it. Those, those four ingredients, super healthy. There's no added sugar. There's no artificial anything. It's just a delicious product. And I wanted to do that because I see a lot of the nut butters on the market there's a few different mistakes I see with them. One, they contain a bunch of junk, a lot of artificial ingredients, artificial sugars, and you know, there's debate whether artificial sugars are bad or good for or, or, or okay for you. But to me, I don't want to debate. I want to know that you know I'm getting the best quality stuff out there. So I made this, and I chose these three nuts for two reasons. One, scientifically, they work really well together. They're really high in monounsaturated fats. That's the same kind of fat that is in olives. Uh, olive oil and avocados. So that was that one part. But two, they taste really good together. Macadamia, coconut, cashew. You could give that to just about anybody and they'd say it's delicious. I've even had people that tell me I hate coconut and I love your product. You know, say how great it was. So another mistake, and this is very important for explaining the marketing aspect, that I see a lot of companies, not just nut butter companies, but companies period make, is they don't niche down hard enough and I wanted to niche down hard. I mean, the name of the product is Performance Nut Butter. It's not meant for a mom to buy for her kids. It's meant for an athlete or a CrossFit person or someone that's looking to eat healthy and feel good. So one of the other things I did that was different was it's an individual squeeze pack. So it's in one ounce squeeze packs. Now I tell you all this not to just make it into a giant commercial for performance nut butter, but just so you understand what I was trying to do and what my marketing plan was. So let's dive into the marketing itself. So at this point, I have a target demographic. I have an audience who my product is for. It is for CrossFit people. It's for cyclists. It's for people that are trying to get in shape that probably eat either a paleo type diet or a ketogenic type diet, which is like a high fat, low carb diet. But I almost more importantly have a target demographic who it's not for. It's not for people who are into sweet foods. It's not for people that want desserts or to fake like they're getting a dessert. It's not for you. If you eat junk food, this product is not for you. So I think it's very important to have that dichotomy. You need to have, uh, to, to create a tribe, there needs to be an enemy. So within my tribe of this company, there's people who we wholeheartedly think are the devil. Sugar is the devil. If you're a candy bar company, get out of here. Like that's trash to, you know, me and my audience. So that's one part of it. The rest is it helps me create a brand identity, a brand image, a brand name. So the actual nuts and bolts, let's dive into some of the nuts and bolts on what I did leading up to my launch. And remember at this point, I have no idea if it's going to be successful or not. I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping that I convince enough people to go out like you to go out and at least donate that dollar or that $20 to buy a box it's delicious product, but you know, it's hard to convey that over a Kickstarter. So here's some of the stuff I did. One of the big things was Instagram. I early on started, I don't do a lot of Instagram for my own personal account, but now I started to because, well, I I have a monetary reason to. So I started in my own Instagram. I started posting pictures related to biohacking, related to uh, the paleo eating, related to all the things that my audience would be interested in. In addition to that, I changed the link in my bio to 
say it was to performance.butter.com where I have the email capture. And in it, I said, you know, enter to win a free early jar. I forget exactly what I said. Enter to win free boxes. I'm going to be raffling off free boxes. And what happened is on top of that, I used a program called Follow Liker, which I probably shouldn't admit to, but whatever. I'm going to admit to it. I use a program called Follow Liker, which automatically follows and comments on other people's Instagram. Well, what happens is I it helps me grow my following. So I end up getting a much bigger following and ultimately getting more people to sign up for my email offer. I also created a better nut butter and a performance nut butter uh, Instagram page. So I got all three of these pages working, all of them driving traffic to this performancenutbutter.com, all of them generating emails from me. Now, this is where most people stop, and this is the mistake that most people make. They stop right there. And what I did on top of that was I wrote a program in Gmail that would automatically send out emails every time someone adds to that MailChimp list. And it would it would tell them, hey, you know, hi, I'm Travis. Uh, you know, you signed up for my performance nut butter email. Here's a quick tidbit, just a little bit about the product. But more importantly, tell me about yourself. Like, what do you like to do for fun? And I was amazed at the emails I got back from people. I got so many emails back from people that were saying like, here's what I do for fun, blah, blah, blah. So what I would do from that is the next email, I would respond and say, you know, wow, that's really great. And I try to pick at least one commonality I have with them. Or if they were interested in something that I have no idea about, ask them about it. But then I'd also say, you know, you should join my performance nut butter launch group. Um, because a lot of the people in there are going to be winning extra jars. Like you have a better chance of winning a beta testing jar if you join the group. So from that, I got a lot of people joining this launch group. So the launch group right now, it's not extremely huge. It's got about 450 people in it. But the cool thing about the launch group is they're all excited and they're all talking about it and they're all sharing you know, different things about the, the product uh, or, or why they're excited about the product. So I've created this small community that get each other hyped up because then one person posts something like, wow, I'm so excited for this, which gets the other people hyped up and it shows them that, hey, you're not alone. There's a lot of people in this group that are also excited about performance nut butter. So that was one of the big things I did. And I'd say I have probably two big marketing strategies for the launch performance nut butter. One is this email, the Instagram email marketing Facebook group funnel. And the second one is connecting with influencers. And I think this might be the more interesting one of the two. This was the thing that I'm a little bit in some ways more proud of, but you know, it's, it's, we'll see if it actually ends up working as well as I think it will work. So as a lot of you guys know, I have the podcast, how to do your twenties. And it's more of a fun podcast that I have on the side. Now from that podcast, I've mostly had it so I can reach out to influential people. So what I started doing was I started to email a lot of the top people in the health and fitness space. I don't tell them about Performance Nut Butter. I don't tell them that I'm starting Performance Nut Butter. I just say, hey, do you want to come on my podcast? And I, you know, I'd write out very convincing emails on why they should come onto my podcast. I got about 40 or 50 people in the health and fitness space to come onto the How To Do Your 20s podcast. Well, what happened? I ended up having an hour-long fun conversation with them, all about them. And at the very end of the podcast, I say, you know, by the way, you're an expert in this field. I'm gonna be launching a company called Performance Nut Butter. This is the ingredients. What do you think about the, those ingredients? And they'd give me their feedback and they say, I like this, I don't like this, whatever. Now, on top of that, what I would do is I would say, hey, can I send you a free jar? And every single one of them, except maybe like one or two, didn't said, you know, I'm not that interested. But 98% of them said, yes, please send me a free jar. That sounds delicious. That sounds amazing. 
Well, now contrast that with if I would have cold emailed a bunch of influencers and said, I, you know, I'm starting this company, Performance Nut Butter, and I'd like to send you a jar. They're going to be a little hesitant. Like, you're going to send me a jar of goop and expect me to eat it? I don't even know who the hell you are. Where now they're like, yeah, of course, like send it to me. That sounds delicious. So that was a big part of my marketing strategy was reaching out to these influencers. But I think this is another mistake people make is they reach out to influencers and they they cold email them. They don't have any, you know, or maybe even they have a common connection, but it's so much better to have an hour long conversation with someone and really connect with them. So that was the two big marketing strategies I've used. Now, right now I've just sent out about 50 jars to these influencers and hopefully some of them share it. Hopefully some of them, when the Kickstarter goes live, will share it on their website, on their Instagram, on however they want to do it on their YouTube channel. We'll see. The next thing I want to talk about here is why did I do Kickstarter. This is build my online store. Uh, this isn't build my Kickstarter. So why would I do Kickstarter? Well, there's a really good reason why I did Kickstarter. Actually, there's multiple good reasons why. It allows me to test the water and front load a lot of sales. So I don't have any real product yet. I do have the jars for the influencers, but I don't have the boxes, the one ounce pouches. Uh, I don't have the one ounce pouches yet. I To do the one ounce pouches, I have to order 45,000 of them. That's a lot. That's a lot of money to spend up front. So what instead, it's much cheaper to get the jars. And so right now I do have the jars. Uh, and so I, well, I was sending out to the jars. But the Kickstarter, the benefit is I can do a lot of marketing and then I have a deadline. So that's another thing I think that is very cool about Kickstarter is you have 30 days to raise the money. If you do not raise the money in 30 days, it's over. It also helps if you want to convince friends and family to spend money on your business doing it via Kickstarter makes them accountable. Because you say, hey mom, hey dad, hey brother, hey sister, I've only got 30 days to raise $10,000. Do you mind buying a box? Now contrast that with, hey mom and dad, I just, or you know, brother, sister, I just launched a new website. You wanna buy some stuff from me? It, it seems a little bit different. It seems more like a transaction where doing it through a Kickstarter seems like you're supporting somebody. On top of that, the 30 day deadline when you only have 30 days to raise the money, bloggers, influencers are much more interested in helping you because there is a deadline. It's not like, oh, can you do this at your you know, next convenience? Do you want to write a blog about my e-commerce store whenever you get a chance? It's like, no, I've only got 30 days to do this. You know, Could you please help me? And I think there's something naturally in us that we want to help that struggling entrepreneur more than we want to help that established brand. So I'm coming into this and I'm saying, look, I want to start this company. I'm willing to do it. You know, are you willing to spend $20 to buy a box of 10 one ounce pouches from me? It's food. Like I'm giving you something of value and you're also going to be helping me out. So not only is there that trade of money for item, it's also a better feeling, at least in my opinion, of helping somebody out. In fact, I, I bet you a lot of people are going to help me out and buy the product that normally would not be interested in the product, but they, you know, maybe they know me personally or they like my story and they're willing to spend the money. So that's why I did a Kickstarter, but let's get into the nuts and bolts of it because I know I was nervous about doing a Kickstarter before I started for a lot of different reasons. And one of the biggest one was the video. And I have to say, I've been very pleasantly surprised at how easy doing the video ended up being. And I mean, to be fair, it's been very easy because I hired someone to do it. And it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't extremely expensive. I ended up paying somebody about $3,400 to do the video. 
and they're not only doing one video for me, they're actually doing three videos. They're doing the two minute Kickstarter video, a one minute brand spot that I could use on Facebook for like Facebook ads. And they're also doing like a you know four or five minute uh, about me type of video. And all of that for $3,400. Now, if you think $3,400 is a lot of money, you, you are kind of right. But at the same time, the cost of a professional camera is to rent is like four or $500 a day. The cost of lighting, $500 a day is what he spent. We also rented a location for $800. He also found two, an actor and an actress. And on top of that, what else did he do? He wrote the script for me. He's gonna do the editing for me. It's like he completely took the ball and ran with it, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, I, I mean, even the simple things is going to rent the lights. I don't, I don't know where to rent lights from, but he took care of all of it and all for $3,400. And if you want to check out performance.butter.com uh, or the Kickstarter page, I should say, you can watch the video I mean, tell me what you think. And I'd really like your guys' feedback, but I think it came out extremely professional looking. So for 3,400 bucks, it was worth taking that weight off my shoulder, which in such a huge weight that was. Another thing about the Kickstarter is you have to write the page itself, which wasn't that hard to do. I just started, I basically am a huge fan of doing version 1.0, version 2.0, version 3.0. So I wrote a quick outline of the page. Then I went back and I changed it. Then I went back and I changed it again. And I'm still changing it. It's still not finalized. I'm recording this. It's, I'm recording this Wednesday before my launch. So I still got six days left till the launch. And it's, it's probably about 50% of the way there, like not to lie. So there's a lot, it's not that hard. The Kickstarter isn't that hard. In fact, I think it's well a lot easier than creating an e-commerce store from scratch. So that is some of the stuff about the Kickstarter. Let's talk about some of the other stuff. The manufacturing. This is a question I get a lot from people is how do I go about finding a manufacturer for my nut butter? And you know, I got lucky except for the fact that it seems like a lot of my friends get lucky quote unquote with this. There's a few different ways to do it. One, look at the products that are on the shelves, call them up and ask them if they do co, you know, uh, co-packing, if they'll manufacture your products for you. You'd be surprised, oftentimes they will. Two, just like anything, the way we find anything, do some Google searching. I, I'm blanking on the pages that you can look at. I think it's like, uh, what is it? If you type in whatever your industry is and co-packer or manufacturer, you'd be shocked at how easy it is to find a lot of these manufacturers. Now, sometimes, it's a little bit harder than others, but I recommend just reaching out to companies in your space, trying to become friends with them and asking them, hey, who do you use as a manufacturer? Another option is going to trade shows. So once I found my co-packer, he gave me the details on everything. He's helping me with the, the packaging, the box, the boxes that it's gonna come in. He helped me do the blend. Cause I wasn't sure what's, you know, I knew I wanted macadamia, coconut, cashew, but what's the optimal blend? How much salt to use? All that kind of fun stuff he came up with the final formula. So that's been some of the things that I thought would be a lot harder than they were. I also, I went to 99designs to get a logo, which is 100% the way I recommend going. There's other sites out there probably too. And I don't know, maybe the other sites are good, but I've heard so many good things about 99designs. I spent $800 on my logo, which ain't cheap. It's definitely some money, but I wanted to get a quality logo and I got about 250 different designs for that $800. So I have, a, I have a whole video on this. And in fact, I recorded every single day. I worked on this company. I did a recording of it and you know, it's under the 30 day challenge. I'll, I'll ask Terry to put a link in the show notes or you can go to effectiveecommerce.com slash 30 days. It'll take you to the YouTube channel showing you, you know, all 30 days of starting this business, which was a lot of fun. I do have to say recording every single day of starting a business 
it was kind of cool because it motivated me to work a little bit harder. And I think it'll be fun to look back on and see. And it, it's interesting how much this business has changed over those 30 days. Originally, I wanted to do three different flavors. I wanted to do a performance nut butter, a, I think a bedtime butter, and like a daily nutrition. Now I'm focusing on just this one flavor. And then, then eventually I'll release another one and another one and another one. So that's what I've been doing for this. Let's talk about some of the mistakes. So I've made a lot of mistakes. So I, I know after this whole long monologue, it's easy to look at it and say, you know, wow, Travis, you either A, think you know what you're doing and you really have no idea or B, uh, you know, whatever, I'm really cocky about it. No, by no means. I made a ton of mistakes throughout this. Um, but, you know, I did a lot of things, I think, well too. And time will tell. I mean, hopefully... If you guys are listening to this, go to performancenutbutter.com and follow it. Follow the updates. We'll see. In, in a little over 30 days, in 36 days, we'll see how much money I'm able to raise. Now, I'm going to put the goal at $10,000, but my real personal goal is a little bit higher than that, quite a bit higher than that, actually. So we're going to see how I'm going to do. So as far as some of the mistakes, one of the things I... There's so many mistakes. So many mistakes I made. One of the things that I probably would have been better to do is start off even smaller, Still done the Kickstarter, but start selling the product to people earlier on. To date, almost nobody has bought the product. Like I've only given out free samples to people. I probably should have from day one uh, given out samples and then say, hey, if you want to buy a whole jar, it's only $10 or whatever price and try to see what people are willing to pay for it. Um, the reason I didn't is to me, the MVP of the product, it needs to be mobile. It needs to be uh, on the go type product. It needs to be in those one ounce pouches. So that was my hesitation. But the truth is a real MVP product is just the flavor, is just the nut butter itself. So that was one of the big mistakes I made was not doing that earlier on too. And this is debatable whether this is a mistake or not, but I think I kind of rushed into it in the sense of if I could keep this launch going and you know, the Facebook group, for instance, keep it growing and wait until I reach like 3,000 people or 4,000 or 5,000 people, that probably would be even better. In fact, the next time I launch a company, product, whatever, I'm probably gonna do something more similar to that. Like keep the launch group growing, keep it going, and like sending out free jars. Now, I think at a certain point, people do get sick of it and they say, okay, come on, like this has been going on forever. Like just, and they might get bored, but I think I would have waited a little bit longer. I'm rushing into things. Now, the reason that's not all bad is I do think it's good to set a deadline for yourself. So I set a few weeks ago, if not months ago, May 9th. That was the latest I could go because if you start going into summertime, Kickstarters do not do as well during summer. So I did it on May 9th because I think people are starting to think about being more health conscious because summer's coming up and they want to look good in their swimsuit. But at the same time, it's not all the way into summer, so they're not on vacation. Kickstarters do very poorly during summer, and I knew that going into it. So that was pretty much everything I've done for this Kickstarter. I probably could do another 20, 30 minutes talking about all, all, every single little decision I've done. I mean, one little thing too is when I'm sending out the jars to the influencers, I, I have pictures on my Instagram. It's uh, follow me, Travis Marziani, M-A-R-Z-I-A-N-I. I have pictures of what it looks like, the actual, the box. What I'm doing, and I, I think the mistake a lot of people make is when they're sending to influencers, they don't make it look good enough. What I'm doing is I'm taking a black box, think of like an upscale, almost cupcake box. That doesn't even do it justice. Almost like a jewelry box. Maybe not quite that elaborate. Somewhere between cupcake and jewelry box. A black box, 
uh, I think it's like four by four by four inches, putting my jar in there. First off, I'm putting some shredded like tissue paper in there, some white tissue paper. It's a black box. I'm putting in my jar and you have to see what the label looks like uh, to fully understand this. It's like a black and white label, very slick, very cool. Then I'm tying it with black ribbon. So I'm closing the box, tying it with black ribbon and putting an individualized like white, um, what's it called? Like white little message for the people, a little white note for them. And then on top of that, inside a six by six by six, like just regular cardboard box, I'm putting a five by five picture, not picture, but like flyer of all the information that they need to know for the launch of the Kickstarter. And that's what I'm sending it to them. So it's supposed to be an experience. So they, they get the package and they see this black box with this black ribbon and they think, damn, and an individualized note. They think, wow, this guy actually really spent some time to send this to me. And I, I my gut says they're going to be more likely to share it with their audience. I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong, but that's my gut. So that's it, guys. I'm going to wrap up here. And once again, it would mean so much to me if you go to performancenutbutter.com, May 9th is the launch. Even if you only want to donate a dollar, if you've learned even one valuable thing from me ever, donate that dollar and it would mean the world to me. If you want to, once again, if you want to buy a whole box, I have the early bird special. It's only $20 and that includes shipping, free shipping in the US. And it's I'm, I'm just charging exactly what shipping would be outside of the US. So I'm not, I'm not charging you any more than what I have to pay. I'm basically not making any money on the early bird special. So May 9th, go there, support the Kickstarter, and I'm going to trade you something tasty. And on top of that, you'll be supporting me. And like I said, the, the first few days of the Kickstarter are crucial. If I can have a very successful first few days, that means Kickstarter is very likely to put me on the homepage and very likely to put me on projects that they love. And that could mean the difference between me having a successful company or not. So performancenutbutter.com, Go there, support the Kickstarter, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you guys for listening to this, and feel free always to email me, Travis, at buildmyonlinestore.com, and I'm happy to help you in any way I can.